Welcome to the Soul Traveler Podcast, an exploration of conscious living with your host, Jennifer Mitchell of The Soul Experience. Join Jennifer as she explores the quantum realms of the subconscious mind and all aspects of spirituality. Driven by curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, topics will stretch the boundaries of your imagination and revive your mind, body, and soul. Welcome to the Soul Traveler Podcast, an exploration of conscious living with your host, Jennifer Mitchell of The Soul Experience. Join Jennifer as she explores the quantum realms of the subconscious mind and all aspects of spirituality. Driven by curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, topics will stretch the boundaries of your imagination and revive your mind, body, and soul. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for being with us today. I am so excited to share your incredible story with our listeners and all about how you discovered your psychic abilities and are now living your life purpose. And I want to say that it's been such a pleasure getting to know you over these past few months since you had your quantum healing session with me. I've actually been taking one of your courses. It's been so valuable. So I'd love for you to share with listeners exactly how did you discover your abilities and what has this journey been like for you? Great. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to connect with you. I love you and your work. And uh, so I started this journey knowing that I was different ever since I was a little kid. I've seen and sensed things in the non-physical realm, but other people didn't see what I did. I could pretty clearly see that others Mm -hmm. didn't see what I did. And then as I got older, I started to ask questions. So like my mom or friends of, you know, asking about things that they saw and I could just tell they had no idea what I was talking about. (laughs) And so I honestly, for a long time thought that I was crazy because, you know, what do you do when your senses are not validated Mm -hmm. by other people, especially as a young person, you think it's probably in your head. And so I just kept it to myself and did my best to hide a lot of what I, I was seeing and sensing. And as I got older, my abilities intensified. Um, And I think part of that is because it's such a part of me and my purpose that it was like, you can't ignore this. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just so strong. It's there. But I, I really didn't know what to do about it. That time in my life, I didn't have teachers in my life. And it was, you know, at a time when the internet was around, but it was still very early. So it's so much easier to find information and community in this area now. But so I basically shut down psychically and tried to block everything out. And what ended up happening for me is that as I did that, I also shut out my intuition. Right. And so I didn't realize that at the time I was just trying to feel mentally sane, (laughs) but basically, you know, fast forward many years and my life was a total mess. Like I was in a really bad place in my life. I was physically ill. I was in a toxic marriage that was ending. I was unemployed. So like all the areas of my life were, were pretty much a mess. And I went to a psychic just to try to figure my life out. And without me even telling her anything about my experiences as a child, she said, you're psychic. When you shut your gifts out, you blocked your intuition, you need to open back up. And that's really key to your success moving forward. So I realized that I really needed to do that. And I set that intention to open back up psychically. And it's like the floodgates opened and suddenly I was dealing with all these things again. And then I had to start taking psychic training Mm -hmm. just to have a manageable life because I could be what's called the trance medium, which is when a spirit comes in and communicates through the medium's body, meaning like 
the voice changes, you know, basically the, the spirit is now controlling the body. (laughs) And I've decided not to do that. I'm now what's called a mental medium, which is Mm -hmm. where, you know, the spirit comes, I, I see or sense them and I communicate, you know, whatever the message is, but because I could be a trans medium, I had to learn how to have boundaries, how to create those boundaries, how to set parameters with my work, you know, with people and in spirit And through that process, uh, you know, everything transformed. And I never thought in my life that I was going to be a professional psychic because my master's degree is in political science and I worked in government and politics. But after taking training, you know, part of the training was doing practice readings and people started to say, wow, you're really good at this. And by that point, I was getting strong nudges from spirit and my intuition that this was an area that I really needed to move into. So after some struggle with fighting the guidance because I didn't really want to do it, I went into it and then my life changed so magically and dramatically. And, you know, that was over 10 years ago. And here I am now. I'm, you know, full-time professional psychic. I teach psychic training. I have eight books <laughs> and I really love my life. I want everyone to know that when you step into your path mm-hmm. and your purpose, everything gets better, even though initially it can be difficult because there's resistance and we have to open up our minds to maybe what we thought we were going to do. Uh, but everything goes so much more smoothly when you're tapped in into your intuition and also your life path and your purpose. And you know that that is so true. Um, I found myself in a similar situation where I was working in the corporate world and I just wasn't happy and I knew that I wasn't living my purpose and taking that leap can be scary and, you know, learning to trust your intuition. What advice, Laura, would you have for listeners who maybe would find themselves in a similar situation that you were in where they have these abilities and they're not sure how to manage them. What would you say to them as far as like how to develop their psychic intuition and abilities? Yeah. So unfortunately in our society currently set up as it is, we don't have psychic, you know, and energetic training growing up. I really think we should like just when you're learning about the physical world and learning how to read and write and all those things, I think you should learn about energy and the world of spirit and, you know, meditation and all these things, but we don't. So we have to go through that educational process typically on our own, unless we grew up in an unusual family Mm -hmm. where that was addressed in our family. So the first thing is, educating yourself, learning about the world of spirit, learning how intuition and psychic abilities operate, you know, getting a mentor or a teacher, finding communities so that you don't feel alone. All those things are really important. So as I was stepping into awareness and learning about this space, I was like a sponge. I was literally reading a book in this area, like every day or two, I took classes and trainings from many, many different teachers And I just dove in and I think that's what I needed to do. And I encourage people that if you're feeling guided in this area to do the same, like just dive in the faster you learn, the faster you learn and the faster you get the benefits from it. You mentioned that you started reading books and soaking up any knowledge. Is there any specific book that really changed your life or that you would recommend or suggest? Gosh, I read so many authors and also different genres within this, you know, spiritual area. I read about angels and psychic training and shamanism and animal spirit guides and mm-hmm. past lives. You know, I just like anything that sort of, you know, piqued my interest, I started reading about it and essentially just had this major shift in my knowledge and awareness like very quickly. So There are a few books that really stood out 
think it's Michael Newton. He writes a lot about past lives. That was very helpful. And then uh, an author who was very helpful to me in my journey is named Rob Schwartz. Mm -hmm. And he's written several books. His first book is called Your Soul's Plan. And that was extremely helpful. He talks about the plan you make for your life before you're born. And that really helped me, especially as an empath, because as an empath, we often are so troubled by other people's pain and suffering and try to help heal them and end up in a lot of pain and suffering ourselves because we've taken on that energy, you know, empathically. And through reading that particular book, I started to develop an awareness that whatever a person is going through, it is actually for their benefit. There is a life purpose aspect or a learning aspect that's important for them. And it's not necessarily my place to, you know, heal or fix that for them if that's something that they've set up to do for their soul growth. So that was really, really helpful for me. And I've actually interviewed him on my podcast, Healing Powers podcast several times. He also has books about, you know, animals and past lives and uh, excuse me, and life planning and how they integrate with us as well as love and different aspects of love as it relates to soul planning. All very interesting. So that particular work was very resonant for me at the time. And and talking about books, I was looking at some of the books that you've authored yourself. You've authored eight and have two more on the way. Is that correct? Yeah, well, you know, it all depends on how you define that. Mm -hmm. I'm constantly working on several books. (laughs) So, yeah, so I have eight published books. And then my my next book that um, is going to be releasing is a book on my work as a pet psychic and animal medium and animal spirit guides. And then I also have a book on cryptocurrency and then also a book uh, that I've been working on for a while on how to write and publish a book. Cause obviously that's something that I love to do and that's been very helpful. And I teach classes on that. Um, and then I have many different screenplays. Basically I'm constantly writing probably several projects. <laughs> I was actually particularly intrigued with one of the books that I saw you wrote, which was the diary of a ghost whisperer. You tell stories about your work and working with ghosts and spirits from the beyond. Can you talk to me a little bit about that and enlighten listeners on that? Sure. So when I was young, that's actually the first thing that showed up for me were ghosts. And I think there's a variety of reasons Mm -hmm. for that. So I grew up in an abusive situation. There was a lot of trauma in my early childhood. And I have noticed that a lot of people who have strong psychic abilities have that in their history. Either they have, you know, life trauma, Mm -hmm. abuse, or maybe even near-death experience that was initiated by some kind of trauma. And then I believe that trauma pops people open psychically. So I was open psychically from a young age because of that situation. And vibrationally, I was pretty low. And by vibration, I mean like, you know, low end of the scale being, you know, fear and pain and anger and high end being joy and peace, you know, all, all the good things that, <laughs> that we want in life. And because of that trauma and I'm an empath, it was, you know, my vibration was pretty low at that point. And the things that you tend to attract when you're in that low vibrational state are things that are also in lower vibration, which are a lot of ghosts are in a very mm-hmm. low vibration. Wow. So until I learned how to have boundaries, that's mm-hmm. what I was attracting. And not all ghosts are low, you know, some of them have higher vibration. There's some that just, you know, are happy and just liked where they were and they just didn't want to move on. But a lot of ghosts are not in a positive mental state. 
And so that showed up for me very early. And then as part of my psychic training, that's one of the things I had to do was get a handle on that, understand that realm, learn how to communicate, how to set boundaries. And so I got a lot of training in that area. And then I also started to do uh, you know, paranormal investigation oh, and cool. yeah, I worked with several paranormal investigation groups and that was fascinating. Like I learned so much. I, it was eye-opening. And then also as a psychic, it was often such confirmation of my abilities mm-hmm. because I would sense a spirit. I'd communicate with the spirit, you know, was telling me or what I was seeing from the spirit. And then we get something kind of evidence to corroborate it. So for example, I was in Biloxi, Mississippi at the Beauvoir mansion, which is home of former Confederate president Jefferson Davis and the civil war. And it used to be an orphanage. And I was communicating with the spirit of a little girl and, you know, then later there was an audio recording, an EVP for short, of a little girl's voice. So meaning I could oh hear goodness. the little girl in the situation, mm-hmm. the other paranormal investigator, he couldn't hear it at the moment, like meaning like he didn't hear a voice, but then in the recording it was captured. So got chills. <laughs> yeah. So I, that kind of thing, it was so fascinating and fun and just like, yay, I'm not making all this stuff up. Right. <laughs> and that explains why the other day I posted something on Facebook about a haunted place and you said you had been there. And so I'm assuming that that was probably part of your paranormal investigation. Maybe you, you visited, I don't remember where was I posted. It was but... Stratford upon Avon, oh. which is, or Stratford on Avon was what they call it now. That is where William Shakespeare was born. So that's, oh, wow where a lot of people know that city from. But I actually, my last ex was in London in the UK. And so we just went there for uh, the holidays just for fun. But it's I've actually been working on a screenplay that features Shakespeare. And so I do want to go back there. So the, I just went an old pub there. So I had been there because I was mm-hmm. in the city, but it was a very brief visit. So I'd actually love to go back and more take time to you know sense what I get there. Typically, paranormal investigation, when you really want to connect with the spirits, will be done at night, like overnight. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking like, you know, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. <laughs> so you've stayed in like hotels and things like that during mm-hmm. your paranormal investigation. That's what you do basically with that. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, that's the time when, you know, earthbound spirits are the most active. And so, you know, you go during that time to get the strongest readings. And it's also the times when, you know, most live humans are are quiet. So you also don't get the distraction and the noise from the live people. So there's two reasons for that. But yeah, typical paranormal investigation happens overnight. And have you ever had a situation or an encounter with an entity that was like violent or not friendly or that would, would throw stuff. I've heard, I've oh, heard stories yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I've experienced a lot of things just because of my abilities uh-huh. at such a young age and then also not knowing how to have the boundaries. Like now I know how to set energetic boundaries. So basically I cannot be hurt or harmed, you know, mm-hmm. by a spirit. But I didn't know how to do that when I was younger. But yes, I've ex- experienced incredible things, you know, things moving you know, quote, on their own by spirits, you know, spirits turning on and off many electronics, you know, devices, moving things around. Mm -hmm. And one of the tools that we use for paranormal investigation is one of those twist on twist off flashlights. And you can have a spirit answer you by turning the flashlight on and off because they can easily manipulate that electric signal. Another one is literally a ball, like a child's ball 
and you can see that they'll they can some of them can move the the ball because it's easier for them to move it. So there's so many things I've experienced that I know a lot of people would say is fake, but you you ju- I just you know I've had mm-hmm. so many of these experiences that in, in many cases even a skeptic would say, well, how in the heck could that happen? You know, there's just no physical explanation for some of these things that occur. Yeah. And, you know, there's so much out there that that we just don't even know. We haven't even begun to tap into those realms and expand our our knowledge of those types of topics and things. So absolutely. I I definitely believe. And that's just so cool that, you know, they can communicate like that. So we talked to me a little bit about like how the spirituality like helped to ignite your life purpose and what is it like, you know, living your, your purpose now? Oh gosh. Well, I think in my case, spirituality is a huge part of my life purpose. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I was very much focused on political science and government and, you know, moving forward in that track prior to my sort of psychic spiritual awakening. And the more I started taking classes, the more, you know, it was just clear that all these messages were about doing this kind of work. And so in my case, that is really a huge part of my purpose. And mm-hmm. my work has to be involved in that somehow, even if it's through entertainment, because I also believe we can entertain and learn at the same time. Uh, but yeah, I had a dream actually that was quite impactful for me when I was very first starting into this work and taking classes. And in the dream, it took place in Paris. I was born in France, by the way, and moved to the United States when I was a girl. Uh, So France has a strong importance for me. I also have had many past lives in France. But in this dream, I was in Paris and there was this giant flood that came, this flood of water. And there's a church that overlooks, it's basically on a hill and it overlooks all of Paris. And then in the dream, this floodwater basically kind of wiped out or covered the entire city except for this church. Hmm. And I end up going on the roof of the church and looking out. And the message for me was very clear when I looked up the symbolism, which is basically everything else is being cleared away for you, but this. Wow. You know, yeah. meaning the church represented, I did not think religion, but spirituality. Mm-hmm. And that was my safety. And everything else is being cleared away by water, which often represents spirit in dreams. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I work as a quantum healing practitioner. And so oftentimes when we do sessions and we're talking with the higher self, the subconscious, the higher self will say that they send you messages in your dreams and they communicate through your dreams. So that was your higher self guiding you to to live your purpose. So um, incredible. It's amazing. I love it. Yes. I, I received so many very powerful, you know, very vivid symbolic dreams during that time when it, I was transitioning in terms of my work and my focus. And I think our loved ones will often communicate with us through dreams, our angels and spirit mm-hmm. guides, as well as our higher self. And there's different types of dreams. So I think we often can tell, like there's some dreams where we're just kind of processing through things. And then there's some where they're very clear and specific and you can just tell there's a meaning, like there's some dreams that I will never forget. Another dream that comes to mind during that similar period is I did struggle, as I mentioned a lot with earthbound spirits or ghosts and, you know, just having boundaries. And I had a dream where I was, in a lake, like literally it was this lake and it was nighttime, this large lake. And there was a light ahead of me across the water. 
And there were spirits, like creatures in the water that were trying to pull me under. Oh my goodness. And it looks like something honestly out of a horror right? movie. It doesn't sound, but the message was so clear. It was like, if, if you focus on them, you will get pulled down. And mm-hmm. if you focus on the light, they can't touch you. And it was just like, focus on the light and keep moving towards the light. And I think it was just really this uh, deeper, bigger message Mm -hmm. for me. And honestly, for everyone that if you focus on the darkness and those in pain and struggle, you get pulled into that yourself. And if you focus on the light, you are safe and protected. And that was very specific for me during that time, which is what I needed because as an empath, it was very easy to get bogged down in all of this, you know, or in other people's energy. What would you say like, is the biggest thing that listeners could learn from your life, like path from your journey? Gosh, I think the biggest thing is when you try to run away or ignore or block your path or purpose, it just gets harder and harder. <laughs> so basically when we tap in to what we came here to do, mm-hmm. regardless of how you know, practical or logical it is, it is, you will be supported. So I started my psychic business during the housing bubble burst and recession, you know, it was a very difficult time in terms of business. And so logically that probably wasn't a very logical choice. Like it doesn't sound like a good idea on paper. You know, I couldn't have gotten a business loan from a bank or something. They would have been like, that's how are you going to do that? Like, (laughs) but you know, actually it was the best choice for me and doors opened immediately as soon as I started down that path. Whereas when I was trying to use pure logic about Mm -hmm. what to do, it it just, everything was a struggle for me because logically my path didn't make sense, but in spirit, it absolutely made sense. Yeah. So that's one thing. And the other thing is just to know your power and know how much is possible for you and that you have such a strong ability to manifest and create the life that you want. Once you know these spiritual principles, like how the world works energetically and spiritually. And so much of it is getting clear on what you want, asking spirit for clarity Mm -hmm. and whether something is aligned and then following those intuitive hunches and signs to get there. Basically the universe helps you answer your own prayer through your intuition and through the signs and messages that the universe gives you. And would you say that now that you're aligned with your life purpose, that you're more financially abundant and you've been able to manifest more with being aligned? Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, so the time when I was in the most financial struggle was right when mm-hmm. I was getting into my realignment. So I had worked in government and politics. The recession had hit. I had a contract position at University of Washington, which ended. So I had never been unemployed in my whole life. I typically had more than one job or gone in job to job immediately one after the other. So being unemployed was something that I had never experienced. And I just couldn't get work. You know, I just literally, I was, I went on unemployment and then that ran out and it was like, well, what am I going to do? I, you know, that ran out. I only had six months of it (laughs) and, you know, my marriage is falling apart. I was physically ill. And I do think that a lot of times when we're out of alignment, physical illness will Mm -hmm. come in our body because it's like blocked energy. Right. I'm sure you've seen this in your work that, 
the like lack of spiritual alignment will manifest as physical illness. And that was coming up quite profoundly for me. I had gained a lot of weight. I had health issues. I was on sleeping pills. And so all of that, like trying to operate logically analytically was uh, leaving me in a very terrible place, including financially. I went through all my financial reserves. You know, I wasn't making money. And as soon as I started to take psychic training and tap into that, things shifted and very dramatically. You know, I started my business. I started to have rapid success. And even in that transition, like my intuition helped me get temporary contract work while I was building my psychic business. Like for example, I was guided to do readings, readings at a local coffee shop and I put up a flyer in the window and two things happened out of that. One, someone I had worked with in government and politics reached out to me and said, Hey, I see you're back in town. Would you be interested in some contract work? So my angel reading flyer, like got me a government contract work that helped me tied me over while I was building Mm -hmm. my business. And then the second thing that happened from that was that the managing editor of the local newspaper asked if he could write a story about me from that flyer. And then two days later, I was in the regional newspaper with like a color photo and a description of my work as a psychic. So you know, that's an example of, you know, I did this little thing that I was intuitive guy to do, put up a flyer in the window for psychic readings, angel readings. And then I got a job and free promotion (laughs) for my new business. So you can go from like A to Z so fast when you follow that intuition. Right. Because to get an article in a paper like that, a lot of people say you need to hire a PR person. You need to do a lot of pitches. You need to, and it was like literally two days later, like crazy, like so fast. Now I'm just sitting here in awe because there's actually so many synchronicities between our two stories. I have put my notice in at the bank because I decided I was going to live my life purpose. And same as you, it was my first time being unemployed. Unemployment ran out. I was really nervous. And I really um, aligned with me that you said is I couldn't find a job either. I applied for at least 120 jobs with over 20 years of management experience. I couldn't get a single phone call with with my track record, which it had to be the universe. There's no other explanation. And so to my point is that when the universe is really guiding you and nudging you, it, you know, following your intuition is so important because everything will just kind of fall into line. And if you are struggling following your intuition, then the universe will send you signs, I think, which is why I was unable to find a job and wasn't getting any of those calls back. And I also, same as you, I had some work come through to tie me over in actually web design. So mm-hmm. not my passion, but it, I, I, you know, I do design websites on the side. And so I was able to find some work on the side doing that. Yeah, I think sometimes we get something that just helps us make that transition mm-hmm. or bridge into our new work. And yes, if you're hitting a lot of obstacles, walls repeatedly in the same area, I think that that frequently is a sign that there's something that's out of alignment. And mm-hmm. that, first of all, so much compassion if you're going through that. It is not easy. And again, we're not taught to learn how to use our intuition or to think about life in these you know, ways. So it's like we have a complete retraining that we often have to do. But I had always gotten money through a job and through a job in a certain sector. And so it was just this major 
sort of reorient reorienting I had to do in order to make this transition. And it was the best transition ever, but it can be hard, especially when our ego self thinks, oh, well, that's not how to do things, or this is how I should do things. But the universe is constantly giving us messages. The other thing I'm getting guided to say is that when we tap into our creativity, it will open doors of abundance for us. And everyone is creative to a degree. And I think so many people have gotten this message that it's not possible or practical or whatever to be creative and make money through creativity, which is totally crazy. Like the the world operates through creativity in so many ways. But for example, for myself, I have noticed that the more creative I am, the more the money comes in. Mm -hmm. So it's not about, you know, I have to put in a certain number of hours. Like I literally, like one of the things I do is I, I book what's called a createcation where I'll like book a night at a hotel or book, you know, a trip or something specifically to create a book, a course, whatever. And I swear, as soon as I do that, more money comes in. It's like literally like magic. <laughs> I love that. A createcation. I'm going to, I might have to take a page out of your book. <laughs> oh, it's lovely. First of all, it's such a treat. Like yeah. it does two things. One, you're telling the universe, this is important. I'm willing to spend, you know, my time and energy and resources and it's valuable. So then the universe responds accordingly. Also, you're taking a little time away. It feels pampering. And then you're out of distractions from just, you know, general life so that you can really focus on whatever it is that you want to create. Yeah. I mean, absolutely amazing. And I'm going to be going on a vacation soon. So maybe I'll just turn it into a creation. I'll take. Yeah. Or take maybe one day out of it and just be like, today I'm going to write or, you know, whatever it is that you feel like creating. (laughs) I've just loved chatting with you today, Laura, and appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. If listeners wanted to get in touch with you, can you just tell us about your contact information or if they want to, were interested in taking one of your courses, how can our listeners get in touch with you? Sure. So my website for my psychic and spiritual work is healingpowers.net. So name is Laura Powers. So it's tied in Mm -hmm. with that. And on there, on the services page, you can find out how to work with me in terms of one-on-one work or my classes. For example, I have a six-month psychic training program coming up, which is super, super powerful, basic, you know, tools, you know, different ways that psychic work operates and then mm-hmm. just practicing it. And I have eight books. You can find them on Amazon, all major retailers under my pen name, Laura Powers or Laura Michelle Powers. I've started to add my middle name because that's my IMDB. And then my podcast is Healing Powers Podcast on all the major podcast players. And then you can always email me at bookings at laurapowers.net as well. And that's Laura, L-A-U-R-A. Thank you. And do you have any final words for our listeners or any advice that you would like to share? Yeah. One of the things that's been coming up in my readings and training programs is that there are many, many people being called right now. And by that, I mean, they're being called to their spiritual path and purpose. And it's a time to really show up that if you're getting this message, it's like, show up, do it, do the work, Mm -hmm. step in, don't resist the sooner you just dive in, dive in like, like the water is this purifying healing water, just dive in <laughs> quickly. And the faster the transformation will happen. And when we are in alignment with our path and our purpose, we get more rewards, we get them faster and the whole world shifts. Like 
you know, we are here to do something. The, the gifts that we have, our abilities, our talents are no accidents. So if we're not, you know, utilizing them, we're depriving ourselves of the benefits of that. We're depriving the world, you know, that collectively it's very needed right now. So I'm just encouraging everyone to do it because not only is it needed and helpful, but also your life just gets so much more magical. Like my life now is like an amazing dream compared to the life that I was living before I stepped into this work. And and if you want to check out, for example, my Instagram, Laura, which is Laura powers 44 and 44 is an angel number. Um, you can see, you know, I go to the can red carpet for the can film festival with celebrities and, you know, I do all this travel and I work in TV and, you know, I make wonderful money and, and all this stuff, it comes relatively easily for me. And, before it was a lot of struggle. And then I I also have seen this transformation, not just for myself, but with my clients. So uh, some of my clients I can talk about, I also have NDAs with a lot of my clients. So, I, you know, there's a limit to what I can share, but let me just tell you, there are some amazing things that have happened with my clients. So it's not just like my own life. I want everyone to know that everyone can have access to this amazing transformation and tools and basically have a dream life once you learn how to tap in and follow that higher self and intuitive guidance. Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Once you learn to just simply trust, for me, it's about just trusting that the universe is going to provide and take care magic happens. Everything just seems to fall in line and fall into place. And my life now, I'm so much more happier than I was when I was working my corporate job and not fulfilling my purpose. And so Thank you. Thank you for sharing that advice and for coming on the show with us today. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you today. You are so welcome. I just, if it's okay, I want to share one more quick thing. Absolutely. Which is that, you know, the world operates through vibration. Mm -hmm. And if you want to check out one, one of the books and, uh, spiritual teachers that was very helpful to me is named David Hawkins. And he's written several books. He's actually no longer incarnated. He's on the other Mm -hmm. side, but he wrote a book called power versus force and many other books. And one of the things he created is something called the scale of consciousness. And the scale of consciousness is something he channeled, but basically it shows vibrationally different levels of different emotional states. So in the scale fear, anger, apathy, you know, anxiety, all these things that, you know, are typically things that we would consider unpleasant are in the bottom of the scale. And then the higher parts of the scale are like love, joy, peace, actualization. But the thing that really struck me and reading about that, and that was so resonant is that it only takes one person and like joy or love to energetically balance, like literally hundreds of thousands of people in fear. So true. So as we shift our emotional state individually, we actually Mm -hmm. have a massive impact on the world, the collective, just through our energy, not even what we're doing, meaning not even the action steps we're taking, but just literally that energetic shift of us going from fear, stress, anxiety into peace, joy, love transforms the world all on its own. Mm -hmm. And when we get into our spiritual alignment, that automatically starts to happen because our soul gets more calm. Our soul is happier, right? And a lot of people that are in physical frustration, difficulty, 
I think of it as like, it's, it's a misalignment with your soul. And when you get more aligned with your soul, everything just flows better. So true. And as I think there's no denying right now that there's definitely a shift that we can feel. Ironically, you know, the pandemic seemed to be the catalyst for the shift. And I feel it, and I'm sure that many of our listeners feel it, but we're moving into more of a heart-based um, vibration. And as we do that, we're impacting the vibration of, of society and, and others around us. And we're shifting from that 3D matrix vibration into vibration of love, which is a higher vibration. It is. And things that maybe we could sort of get away with or do that weren't in that love or in that higher alignment Mm -hmm. just won't be allowed. So if there's an area of your life where you're like, ah, you're just hitting a lot of walls or it's frustrating, it's probably that there's something that needs to shift in that area. And I think that's happening on a massive scale right now. For me, it happened during the recession. You know, there's a lot of people happen during COVID pandemic time. And now this kind of recession financial crisis is happening for another Mm -hmm. set of people. So if it's happening, it just means there's something better around the corner. If you can just make the changes that your soul wants to make. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we're living during incredible times right now. That's for sure. We've all picked this time in, in history to... To, to come and live and to change the world. And, uh, and that's what's going on. It's amazing time. It is. Well, I just want to say, Jennifer, thank you so much for this platform, for your work. And yeah, just really appreciate you, your energy and your message. Thank you. Thank you so much, Laura. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you. You too. <laughs> Bye. This podcast is brought to you by The Soul Experience, Quantum Healing Hypnosis. Are you ready to embark on an inward journey of quantum healing? Quantum healing hypnosis is the most profound method of inner work and self-healing someone can do while on a spiritual path. In a single session, you experience past life regression, exploration between lifetimes, self-healing performed by your subconscious, release of trapped trauma, and answers to your most important life questions. Your higher self has a message for you and is here to help you and guide you on this life journey. Book a session today with Jennifer Mitchell at thesoulexperiences.com. Thank you so much to my incredible guests for joining me today. If you'd like to learn more about quantum healing hypnosis, past life regression, or to train with me one-on-one, visit my website, www.thesoulexperiences.com. If you enjoy the show, please consider donating to the Quantum Realm Research Fund to help the Soul Traveler podcast to continue to bring you amazing guests and episodes. Don't forget to rate my show and follow so that you never miss out on an episode. 